0: Welcome to CCFA Perspectives on ReachMD, providing Crohn's and colitis updates, driving innovation in IBD research, education, and clinical support. This series is produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. Hi, I'm Dr. Sophie Balzora. I'm an assistant professor of medicine at NYU School of Medicine, and I'm here at the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America's annual meeting here in Orlando. This is CCFA Perspectives, Crohn's and Colitis Updates on ReachMD. Joining me today to discuss optimizing growth in pediatric IBD is Dr. K.T. Park. He's an assistant professor of pediatric gastroenterology at Stanford University School of Medicine and also the co-director of Stanford Children's Inflammatory Bowel Disease Center. Dr. K.T. Park, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Fantastic. So I want to start by asking you, what are general key points on growth in children affected by IBD?
1: I always try to put myself into the shoes of a parent. I have two boys, and sometimes I wonder if I'm feeding them enough, if I'm giving them enough nutrition or the right nutrition. And I think when I put myself into the parent's perspective, it's really easy to kind of advocate for these patients. Pediatric Crohn's disease in particular can be just devastating to a child's growth. In particular, boys who are diagnosed before their growth spurt, which usually happens around 13 and 14 years of age, They're the ones who are particularly vulnerable. And the reason is because, several folds, before their peak height velocity, this is when their muscle mass and their bone density need to be optimized for that critical period. And when you're diagnosed just before that time, that's when all the damage can happen. And the damages can happen from a couple of key steps. I think first, it's very important to recognize that we're trying to judiciously use therapy strategies to have a corticosteroid sparing approach. So we know that long-term frequent steroid use can be just detrimental to muscle mass and bone density. So we really want to be cognizant of that. Secondly, I think it's important to just acknowledge the fact that when you have this underlying inflammatory burden, you're going to upregulate your tissue and systemic cytokines in the muscle, which mediate the bone loss pathophysiology. And then I think finally, it's just important to recognize that when a kid doesn't feel good, they don't really eat. So a child saying, I don't have a good appetite, I'm just not feeling well, that's just not acceptable.
0: Those are definitely some important points to recognize and things that parents can look out for. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to CCFA Perspectives, Crohn's and Colitis Update on REACH MD at CCFA's annual meeting. I'm Dr. Sophie Balzora, and I'm speaking with Dr. K.T. Park, Assistant Professor of Pediatric Gastroenterology at Stanford University School of Medicine and Co-Director of Stanford Children's Inflammatory Bowel Disease Center. So another question for you, what are some general strategies for clinicians and families to
1: optimize growth in pediatric IBD? Sure. I've rehearsed this quite a bit with my patients. And I think the best way for the patients to understand this is to think about sports. When I use a sports analogy, I feel like they get it. Offense and defense. We have to play the offense and we have to play the defense. If you don't, if you're not playing both, you're going to lose and have a child potentially have permanent and irreversible negative effects of growth impairment, particularly due to Crohn's. And I think the offense is pretty easy to understand. You have to have the right therapy for the right patient, individualized for that family. And when a patient is in clinical remission, but perhaps there's an indolent, subclinical, inflammatory burden, that takes a toll on growth over the long term. So a child can be pretty stoic, and because they're not willing to take their meds or they're afraid of their shots or their infusions, they may say, oh, everything is fine, but their protectants continually show otherwise, or they may have breakthrough relapsing and remitting disease. So that's not acceptable, and that means that your offense is not optimized. So I really want to reiterate to my families affected by pediatric IBD that tight disease control and making sure that indolent disease is well-controlled with the appropriate therapy, possibly using preventative, proactive approach, and often using a biologic or some other therapy that will really get the inflammation under control. Now, the defense, that's where I think it's also personalized. And you have to figure out what's happening in the home. Is the child complaining of poor appetite? And are they just a slow eater? And this is where we really want to think about working with the dietitian, who can help with the overall framework of what works for them. I think the defense really is getting adequate calories, number one and number two, getting the right calories. Just because you have enough calories from junk food doesn't mean that you're getting enough adequate, the right nutrition. So I think offense and defense are very important, and uh, the defense really comes as a team-based approach, leveraging the experienced clinical dietitian. It's always
0: important to have analogies. I think it's a great way to explain things to people and kind of simplify them, and you pose some interesting solutions to a lot of challenges. So thank you again for your time. Um, we really appreciate it. Thanks. Many thanks to our guest, Dr. K.T. Park, for joining us today. I am your host, Sophie Valzora. To access this episode and others in the series and to download the ReachMD app, please visit reachmd.com. We encourage you to leave comments and share your program with your colleagues. Thank you for listening. This has been CCFA Perspectives on ReachMD, produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. For access to this and other episodes, and to download the ReachMD app, visit reachmd.com forward slash ccfa.